Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From Variety, celebrating more than 115 years covering the business of entertainment, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. When they hit me with this, the first script, I read it and I was like, uh, yeah. Because, <laughs> first of all, I don't think anyone's seen me in that light. And I felt like it was an opportunity, especially with everything that was going on in the world at the time when we were shooting, it was an opportunity for me to show a detective from my point of view and from my community in a way that I see how they work in my area and in my life. Tiffany Haddish knew there was something special about The After Party, the ambitious Apple TV Plus comedy from Chris Miller and Phil Lord that tells a whodunit murder mystery story told from the perspective of multiple suspects. I'm Michael Schneider, and on this episode of the Variety Awards Circuit Podcast, we talk to Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, and Ben Schwartz about The After Party and all the guesses about who did it. Plus, we talk about what to expect as they shoot season two. But first, our award circuit roundtable is back and discussing the Emmy comedy and limited series categories and much, much more. It's all next on this edition of the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. Stay close. Hey, everyone. Happy voting eve. We're uh, less than a week away from all this madness to finally mean something, to finally matter. So away we go. I am Variety TV editor Michael Schneider, along with Emily Longaretta, Jazz Tanke, Clayton Davis, The Roundtable. Hello, hello. Is this over? Are we done? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Is that it? We, you get it? It's so anticlimactic. I'm, I've got uh, Peter Rice on the brain right now as, as we're recording this. Just madness Ooh. at Disney. So uh, we, uh, we need to lead with that, though. Mike, what? Pete, Peter, <laughs> end, of an, end of an era, sort of? I don't... That's, it, was a quick, I, it was a quick era, but these days, these reshufflings happen so fast at these companies as, as they're constantly just like... Reorganizing and then reorganizing the reorganizing, and uh, you know the head of Disney, Bob Chapek. He's he's definitely been sort of uh, uh, at, on, at at the firing range for a while now, and I guess this is his latest chapter in in trying to stave off uh, the the threateners to threateners. Is that a word? Well, the. <laughs> it um, is now. I, I just coined it out. It's variety, it's variety speak. Whatever you say, a wrong word. Just say it's variety word um, to to his throne. So. Boom, there we are. Yeah, it was a, it's been a crazy, crazy... I feel like it's the busiest time, like, somehow the busiest time of year all of a sudden. Like, this week has been just everything thrown at us at once. And, I mean, when big shakeups like this happen, it's like, especially when no one sees it coming. I mean, it's so crazy to me when stuff like this happens, when we're all... We have the, you know, some of the best insiders in the biz on our team, and, like, everyone woke up like, oh, my goodness. Well, 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 that, well that's, that's, that was my question, I guess, to Mike, because you've, uh, <clears throat> you've been around the block a few times. Is this the most <laughs> you're, say, you're saying I'm old. Clayton's saying I'm old. <laughs> no, uh, no is, this, is this the most out-of-left-field top exec removal, like, in quite some time, arguably, maybe, ever? I was thinking of Sony. Um, when, uh, oh my God, names are escaping me. Uh, what's it? Uh, Moscow at Sony. Well, like that whole thing. I'm trying to think of something more like shocking than this. I mean, we haven't had a real shocker like this in a while that wasn't related to sort of a, a, uh, acquisition or a transition. You know, we've had a lot more of big names leaving lately just because of all the mergers and, and acquisitions and changes yeah. in, in these companies. But when something is sort of on its own, separate from any other su- uh, announcement like this one that that does come out of left field, yeah, these don't happen all that often. And it spoils uh, all of our plans for, you know, we're, we're all so busy right now and we have like very court, like, you know, okay, I'm going to, 
work on this panel from this amount of time and then I have this story and then I have this thing to do that I got to record this. And then when news like this breaks, you just toss it all up in the air. Well, I guess I won't be prepping for that panel now. Hope hope that goes well because <laughs> that was the plan for today. And now who knows? Er- when- ergo, this is not appreciated Disney. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, ergo. Bob Chapik, think about us for a change. <laughs> The but, morning after their light year pre- well, after the light year premiere too. Yeah. Well, they had a. This is how big the company is. They had a number of things going on last night, including uh, the the FX uh, uh, premiere of the old man. Old man, thank you. <laughs> With Jeff that's, Bridges, I, I feel like that's apropos for me now. The old yeah. man who couldn't remember the, <laughs> the title, the old man, Mike living up to his title. Yes, here we are. Yes, the Jeff Bridges, uh, which uh, Peter Rice was not at that premiere, so that probably could have been telling to anyone who you know was really paying attention. But uh, so here we are. Um, that's going on. But of course, back to Emmys. Uh, we're continuing our coverage of the Emmys. All of the fantastic issues that Emily has been editing have been coming out. Yeah, she, she yawns right now, <laughs> and they can't see her that she is yawning. Guys, you can't see me, but like my, I literally like to, I don't have a stitch of makeup on. I'm like literally in my pajamas because I've been editing since five thirty this morning. Like you know, I've just you know, I got to do what you got to do. I'm you still, it done. you still look beautiful though, Emily. So oh, you're, thanks, Clayton. You look amazing, <laughs> and you've been killing it. Like yeah, yeah women we, of awards. Everyone has been. Stunned. Honestly, all of you guys have been contributing. Mike's columns make me laugh out loud every time he files <laughs> them. So <laughs> I will say there's one coming up about docs that is really, really great. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we it's a good one. It's a good one, Mike. I, I think I think it's increasingly as we're just like losing our minds that that's when I'm really going <laughs> off the just the reservation with these columns. So yeah, one had a line like, I'm in a mood today, so, and I kept it in. I was like, I'm not cutting this. <laughs> yeah. you, you could track me losing my mind throughout the season by just how odd and stream of consciousness my columns have become. So I, I, I like that you appreciate that. Those I are do, the I best do. columns, by the way, though. Yeah. Totally. The, yeah, the ones that just you're just spewing nonsense. <laughs> that's Whatever, whatever's in your head. But that's what people are looking for. We're all just spewing nonsense. Who knows yeah. anything? No, as the famous line goes, nobody knows anything. So here we are. <laughs> totally. Oh, I just bit my tongue from saying something about that, but I was very good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Your jazz. Hero, we'll, jazz. We'll, we'll, we'll take that offline. We'll take that on the after show uh, uh, <laughs> Zoom that no one actually gets to see. So um, so can I start with the, the hottest prediction I'm making uh, today? Yes. yes. At, a, at time of recording, they have not been updated yet, but they will be by the time you're listening to this. Uh, I am predicting for the first time I threw a curveball. I think we're going to get three broadcast shows nominated in comedy series the most since 2013 and that Ooh. would be and that would be the shows uh that are in there uh Abbott Elementary which currently sits as a very firm number 3 spoiler in this race blackish to get in for its final season and my yeah. curveball the one and only ghosts ghosts oh. so you're you're getting ghosts in there you know i got to say They've been doing a really good job campaigning. Uh, it's Ghost has been all over the place. Yeah, so I, I think I think that's a that's a smart pick. They've they've really been doing the work, and I think that may pay off. Is this the uh, defibrillator Emmy talk that we're talking? It's going to revive broadcast television. <laughs> hey, and- broadcast TV saved. It's all going <laughs> back, everyone. <laughs> but I mean, then it comes to the question: Is will one of them win, or will it will it still be trumped by one of the streaming comedies? Yeah, and I think that's it's a fair question. And uh, the only one that can of that group is Abbott Elementary. It's the only, and it needs to. It still has like a lot of work to do in the sphere of getting in into the position to win. Uh, one thing I researched was because I was initially I was thinking I was like it needs to get into directing and writing to really have a shot, which isn't true. Fun, but also horrible fact. Do you know Friends in, in its entire run was only nominated for writing once? 
I was just going to say, yeah. yeah, that's it's the craziest thing ever. And nominated for directing twice. And the year it won, uh, comedy series, it was nominated for none of them. I think it's the last show to win without either of those spots. So does Abbott Elementary need those? I mean, yes and no. Like, I think it's in for writing. I feel good that's going to get a writing nom. I think Quince is mm. going to do that there. Uh, directing's always seemed to be like a little bit of a, of a hurdle, but... I don't think it's the as we saw with Coda winning Oscars this year. You don't need all the key indicators to you know win it all in the end. Do you, Do you think Quint is going to get in for um, acting, comedy uh, actress? Good Good transition, Jazz. Because by my count, so next week uh, the TV Academy will release the eligibility eligibility list. And then we will feverishly start counting <laughs> like stuff because <laughs> God forbid they number it in a nice like way that we could just know. And by my count right now, I think we're getting five leads again in comedy. By the way, I think we're getting five leads in limited as well. I don't think there are enough submissions. You need 80 submissions. And uh, like limited's bubbling in the ground like 59, uh, you know, four series and for um the actual acting submissions and then i think i have 62 or something for like comedy uh lead actress so unless there's 18 acorn free forms <laughs> all those small guys waiting in the wings that I, or or by the way people who self-submit because that's always a thing rumor mill is that the tv academy had a record number of submissions this year Whatever that means, though, is could mean anything. Like, I I, I, I I do know there are certain people, certain uh, awards folks who are submitting as many names as they can to push that tally up, and uh, that'll be interesting to see if they succeed. Did you hear this as well, Mike? Because I heard this um, in past years that grace period between the submission deadline and the reveal of the eligibility list, they've usually let a couple people throw some stuff in late. And evidently this year they did not. No latecomers were were allowed mm. because I guess there was just like whatever it was. Yeah. No, it's interesting. That's interesting. So self-submissions, I think, will be the tipping point. But back to your question, Jazz, if it's five, I still feel good that Quince is in. Yeah. I think I worry now for Selena Gomez and I worry for Issa Rae. And everyone else that's, like, bubbling around that, like, range of, like, four to five. Uh, because right now, I feel good that Gene Smart, Quinta, Tracy Ellis Ross, they feel safe. I think Rachel Brosnahan is safe. I think it's too much of an establishment vote. Right, right. So then, so then, that, so then that's, like, Selena, Natasha, Leone for Russian Doll, Issa, Kaylee Cuoco, Sarah Jessica Parker, Elle Fanny, Ugh. all bubbling there's so many good ones. Yeah. And, and also, a big jump this week in prediction charts is Anna, Goss, uh, Anna Gossier for American Auto, which also has had this weird kind of, like, resurgence of people talk about that show a lot now. Maybe it's also our own Salome that... Uh, I was going to say... It's number one fan. <laughs> yeah, Salome wrote a great uh, story with Quintas on the cover of the Emmys issue, but it's also online of um, about kind of return of broadcast sitcoms, which is something Quinta doesn't like to say because she's like, they never went away, which is a good point. They never did. But of course, they're more uh, getting back into that, back to the Emmy conversation. But Anna actually like tweeted the article and was saying how proud she was and how happy she was to even be part of it mentioned with American Auto. So I thought that was very interesting. Meanwhile, for Abbott, I think uh, Janelle James, real possibility for supporting. Yeah. I hope so. And and that's what's going to tell me what actually Abbott can do in the end, because it's Janelle and Shirley Ralph that are Mm -hmm. like literally bubbling there because I don't know how many SNL people they're going to ex- take on this year. Like, Kate McKinnon feels like she's going to make it for sure, especially her final season. Does the A.D. Bryant stuff kick in? Uh, Cecily Strong had probably the moment of the season. And, yeah, so that that's going to be a big thing. But I think two Hannahs feel safe. Uh, Waddingham and Einbender. Sarah Goldberg, I think, is coasting well to her uh, next step. And Alex Borstein, also on a cover of our EE issue, I think feels safe as well. And then you have, like, the Junos. 
Amy Ryan, which again, that's how how much do they love Only Murders? I think they love it a lot. They should yeah. love it a lot, and they yeah. should love Amy Ryan a lot because she's such a treat. I still won't. I again, I'm, I'm broken record here. I don't understand the mechanics of guest and supporting. I don't understand yeah. how she's supporting and Nathan is guest. It's still going to kill me to this day. I understand why because <laughs> of episodes, but it just. Clayton, I know you have I know you have a ton of free time right now, so maybe you should go back and watch all of Only Murders <laughs> and time how many minutes each of them is on the screen so we can do a story on it. It's not about minutes anymore. It's the episode. It's, it's just appearance, your your appearance on an episode, which is also a little BS. But uh yeah, so Janelle and Cheryl are the those will tell me how far it can go. I need one or both to make it to really convince me that it has the goods a name on a comedy actress i don't know if you mentioned was uh, uh sarah lancashire for julia like sh- yeah. she's she's still in the mix as well yeah can we yeah can we talk about that because i don't know i i guess i julia has kind of just got flown o- over my head and this is listen there's always too much tv to get a a, a good uh gauge on everything but has Julia been making its rounds uh, through your like talking to people in the TV Academy? Like, do people like do people watch it? Do like are they engaged with it? I know David Hyde Pierce again. He's an establishment uh, kind of uh, vote that I think could happen as well. But yeah, I didn't know how far Julia could go. I haven't heard honestly too much about it, but on, I, I don't like you said. I feel like there are because there's so much and people are that doesn't mean that people aren't talking about it even if we haven't heard like I I don't think that that necessarily counts it out we have a great story about like the food styling and things going in the in one of our E's it's going online that um, one of my colleagues our colleagues wrote and it's very interesting it makes you really really like I make me want to watch it so I'm like if people are reading things like this and then going to watch it maybe that will have some sort of impact yeah, I, I think it's a it's a pleasant watch that uh, well it hits the sweet spot for you know quite a few uh, Emmy voters. So you know mm-hmm. there, there there may be a class of Emmy voter that sort of you know sees it as you know maybe not their first choice, but but definitely in in the mix. So that'll be interesting to see what sort of uh, reaction there is there. It's also the Julia Child factor, right? Like people yeah. never get bored of the Julia Child thing. And to your point, Clayton, like. It's not just David Hyde Pierce, Phoebe Newhoff is in there. So I think like when it aired, like people that there, there there is a little love for it, but it's just bubbling. I don't know if it's gonna break if there's enough noise for it to break through. It's also that HBO just has a gajillion things that they're oh, campaigning gosh, for. Yeah. Um which which brings me to a very interesting uh point with lead actor comedy which I think is going to be five because we have five last year. And it feels like the most predictable five, which then tells me it's not. So get ready. There's going to be a shocker. But uh, Bill Hader, Jason Sudeikis, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Donald Glover feel like, yeah, that's like the five, right? And then Don Cheadle, Anthony Anderson, probably bubbling. Curb your enthusiasm. The amount, and I'm including myself in this, the amount of a surety that that is not making a play this year when it's never missed Emmy comedy series in its entire run is mind boggling. I kind of, you don't think it's going to, and that's what the, that's what the experts don't think so. I, I mean, Mike, Michael, yeah, you're, I'm going to, you're higher <laughs> than me. I'm going to, I'm going to defer to you on this because I, because I honestly, I don't think so, but also there, that's a, that's a very hard fact to like. Yeah, step I mean away that, from. that's a hard one because you're right. It's been a lock forever. Um, at some point, it, it has to go away. Maybe <laughs> this is the year. Maybe not. Um, you know, it was another solid year. I mean, Tr- Tracy Ullman was fantastic this season. There, there was still, uh, you know, people were still talking about this season, but it's a, an age of too much TV. Uh, what goes? Um, I think, yeah, it's 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 really tough to say, really tough to say. And I mean, and Curb also like I, I don't know how far that's uh, reaching with like the younger new academy that comes in because uh, I mean it's also been on for twenty years but has what eight seasons or whatever it is. Um, so it, it that's something that just kind of has uh, been sitting in the back of my mind, and I think I'm doing um, a hedging my bet 
uh, prediction. I'm not going to predict After Party any longer for comedy series. Mm. Oh. Because, because, because if I'm wrong, then I could be happy. <laughs> and then if I, and, and, it, and if it happened, then I could just say, I, you know, if it doesn't happen, then I'd be like, I, I knew it. Because I, 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 worry, I worry about After Party. I really do. It had a really good run for a bit. And then it's just really, really competitive right now. Yeah. Like, it, it just is. This is going to be the narrative for a lot of these shows that in any other season, maybe it'd be a contender. But this year is just so competitive and so crowded. And, and that's kind of the new normal now that there are going to be a lot of snubs. Plain and simple. And then a limited series, uh, which I think we're going to get five. I'm counting 59 at the moment, uh, limited series submissions. That's also like nine perfect strangers moving over and all that stuff. And you have to get to 80 in order to get six. You need 80. That's that's a big... So we're stuck at five. (laughs) Again, free form and acorn, let's go. (laughs) If you got some stuff there, just go for it. Um, Again, Brit Box. Where are you, Brit Box? I have Brit Box's (laughs) stuff already, actually. Wait. Time on BritBox was very impressive. I'm going to just throw that out there. It's the only BritBox show I've ever watched, but I was very impressed. Uh, <laughs> Shudder also uh, submitted uh, some stuff, too. Okay. They're like, I'm sorry, there's some, like, there some people did get some stuff in there. What about Crackle? <laughs> Come on, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Starts uh, <laughs> doing your thing. <laughs> so, um, with limited series, I feel there's a, a very safe Four. I think there's a lock three and a, and a really soft good four. So the lock three, in whatever order you want to say, White Lotus, Dope Sick, Staircase. I think those feel good to go. Dropout is your soft four. What about Maid? Maid's not Maid, there? I think then you have five. Right now I have Maid, but you're, now we're talking Maid, Pam and Tommy, Under the Banner of Heaven, 1883. Inventing Anna, yeah. just because people watched it. Station Eleven's made a play in this in yeah. the second half. First Lady, Gaslit, yeah, yeah. Um, we crash. Girl from Plainville, don't don't Girl count from out. Plainville. Girl from Plainville, people yeah. love Al Fanning. Under the Banner of Heaven, Moon Knight, yeah. Women of the Movement, like it, it, scenes like, from a Marriage. There's so many good ones. British Scandal, yeah. Uh, Emily, Emily's personal favorite, Doctor Death. Um, if you want, if you want to keep Emily happy in this business, <laughs> yeah. then you need to put it there. I'm rallying for Doctor. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. I want it for you so bad. <laughs> everyone deserves that one piece of happiness. Totally. Totally. Now, here's an idea. This is what they should have done: was Anatomy of a Scandal and a very British scandal should have just like merged. Yeah. <laughs> Anatomy of a very British scandal. That like, could work. Let's, let's yeah. just combine the, the the points. Like, I don't know how that would work, but maybe like, yeah. You know, what, what about fine. a merger of shows? Scenes like from it. a Marriage, Pam and Tommy. There you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. So it, it's it's really no, better no, for that. Jazz. It'd be the thing about Pam and Tommy. <laughs> oh, nice! Nice. nice. Okay. <laughs> See, Mike is giving everyone Emmy noms. You just get it this way; it, it works for this, everybody. This is the only way to get an Emmy nom now. Is you got to have some mergers and acquisitions. <laughs> so, show. Wait, by the way, this is where I'm at now. I'm like immediately thinking, "Oh, wait, this is a column." Sorry, guys. This is yeah. <laughs> got to bank this for a few. I am so like off the reservation now. The reservation dogs <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! But I'm just coming up with rando column ideas, and I'm just I'm going to write them up because. <sighs> Let's do it. Feeling feeling punchy. He's the best. He's the best. Save it for phase two, Mike. Save it for phase two. By the way, this all goes yeah. back to to Mike's original point. He said a year and a half ago, just go to goddamn ten already. Like I've been saying it for years. Yeah. I've been saying it Truly. for years. I'll be saying it. I'll be saying it to the day I die. Go to ten. God. 10 I mean, would- the time. What better time than now? <laughs> to do it just do it like it just it, it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense anymore i just don't understand why it's just not a thing but here we are but yeah made but made is a bubble and the reason why i feel good with made is i feel like it's definitely getting two acting nominations so i feel like that's what gets it over the top and then that made me this week like actually for the first time remove Sebastian Stan because he was been my sixth the whole time. If I think there's five, then he's six. Oh. I really I really thought he was gonna make it. And I think I think he's gonna just miss out. Mm. 
And listen, Lily James is like five, so like she could miss too, because that that's a really competitive category as well. That that if you're yeah. not Amanda Seyfried. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, you know, high class problem at Hulu, but they they just have too many like strong limited series this year that they're they're going to cancel some of some of themselves out. Yeah, that's a there there is a whole lot there. I don't know who the like I don't I, I don't even know who wins anymore. I used to I used to feel really confident like oh Dope Six is just going to run away with this, but now I'm like back and forth. I'm like eh, actually it could really be anybody, you know. Um, Still feeling good about Keaton though. Keaton feels like arguably the biggest lock of the evening. Like if we're if we were predicting, by the way, Emmys, if you're listening, worst date to choose for Emmys ever, by the way, was the date you chose this year. Very upset. That's Toronto weekend and the creative arts Emmys are on Labor Day. That's trash. (laughs) They're like, you can't have any plans this year. We're just casual that holiday. Furious. Furious at them. Yeah, they did not consult with us. They just put out these press releases like, here you go. Here are the dates. All right. Well, on that note, gang, I think it is time to wrap it up until next week. So thanks, everyone. And we'll talk next week as voting begins. Uh, Bye-bye. After the break, the after-party stars Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, and Ben Schwartz. From Los Angeles, this is the Award Circuit Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. It's the Variety Award Circuit Podcast. I'm Michael Schneider. The after party takes place after a high school reunion as pop star alum Xavier, played by Dave Franco, invites his former classmates to party at his mansion. When Xavier falls to his death off the balcony, Detective Danner, played by Tiffany Haddish, shows up to investigate who pushed him, and each of the alumni is a suspect. Over the course of the night, the characters explain their version of what happened with different film genres employed to illuminate each perspective. That includes Sam Richardson as the soft-spoken Anique, who still pines for his high school crush, and Ben Schwartz as his pal Jasper, who aspires to a music career that never took off. In the Jasper-centric episode, he raps the catchy tune, Two Shots. No, maybe I should just forget about the whole Zoe thing. I mean, I had my shot in high school and I didn't take it. No, no, no. See, that's the fear talking. Now listen up close, because this may sound shocking. You about to rap? Yup! We all get a moment where the stars align. The universe gives us a verse in the song of time. The spotlight swings our way and it's our time to shine. We're handed a mic on the stage of life. Time to rhyme. But what happens if you choked and you didn't catch a break? If you fail, do you bail with your tail between your legs? What about those of us who missed our shot? Didn't rise to the top. Never became the cream and we just remained the crop. I've heard it said before that we get one shot in life. And even though that may be true, it's not exactly right. Because here's the secret. Even though we get one shot in life, we all get Get that one shot twice. We all get one shot twice. We all get one shot twice. In other words, we get two shots in life. That's why we all get one shot twice. you're saying it's confusing, but I think I understand. Everybody gets one shot times a second chance. Exactly. Somehow I didn't make it with my ska band. Apparently pop, punk, or brass doesn't win your fans. So do I hang on my suspenders? Pork pie and trombone? Be content installing AV equipment in people's homes? To kill one bird with two stones Eric Stoltz couldn't go back in time And get rehired as Marty in Back to the Future After he was fired But then he got a cool supporting role in Pulp Fiction And now he's a sought after director of television We all get one shot I recently spoke with the after-party stars Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, and Ben Schwartz about shooting this very unique show. And spoiler alert, if you don't know the ending by now to season one, well, first off, shame on you, but we do talk about the murderer and whether they'll show up in season two. 
As we begin chatting, it happened to come on the same day that Season 2 was finally announced, including who would return. Of course Sam was coming back. And we knew that <laughs> Tiffany was coming back. And then, then, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there really was no way to show you from, from jail, like, zooming into the, the wedding that takes place in Season 2. I had a pitch for Chris that was... Let me start this by saying he immediately said no, but I had a picture of Chris that was me being me dressed up as Hannibal Lecter on that thing like this. And they like slowly bring me in and then say to Tiffany, the only way to catch a killer is by using a killer's brain. And Chris said, no, I go, of course not. Very fun season. Have a great one. <laughs> I love that idea. What are you going to do? Maybe it's going to happen. Now that, now that it's on recording, maybe it's going to happen. Yeah. Maybe. maybe we'll, we'll make it so. Well, Tiffany and Sam, though, this this is very exciting now that it is official. What's sort of the timetable on when do you guys get back to work? Very soon. Uh, I think we're supposed to start up in the next few, like within the next month. May 11th, as a matter of fact. Well, yeah. I already started, so. How's it going, Tiffany? It's going pretty good. I mean, it's part of why I was like, I'm here to get to the restroom because, you know, I was on set all morning. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's wow. some secret stuff happening, you know. I see. <laughs> Team, Sam isn't even, look at this, Sam doesn't even have his outfit. He's just it's wearing a, his, like, a, gamer shirt. That's what I was thinking I was going to, this is uh, Alexander McQueen. This is. <laughs> First of all, it's not a gamer shirt, okay? <laughs> Alexander all, shirt is more, more expensive than my computer. Second of all. <laughs> so, so, Tiffany, you're already back back on set then? No, I was lying. That was okay. Lie. That was a lie. <laughs> I gotcha. May 11th is when we're supposed to start, but, you know, I just got my first set of scripts, so. And it's quite interesting. It's so soon. You guys are starting in two weeks. Yeah, it's uh wow. I, I, every every time I think about the date, I'm like, oh, that's now. <laughs> yes, it's so soon. People demand it. The people demand more. Right? That comes out of just the reaction to to season one, which was incredible. I mean, I know it's sort of a cliche question to ask, but you guys must have just you, you never know how a show like this will hit, especially it's it's such a unique format. It's something different. When did you start to realize, like, oh, this people are talking about this. This thing's actually hitting with people. Like, the people are obsessed with this show. Uh, I knew when we were shooting it. <laughs> people were talking about it then. Just yeah. like, people in the know. So. People in the know knew that there was something special going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We uh, still weren't prepared for, for, for Ben's episode, though. The, the, the musical tour, Tour de Force. <laughs> oh, it's very kind. I think I felt it when, I feel like Twitter Twitter and Instagram, and there's a lot of fans pretty quickly that were like following clues, and people on Reddit were like, oh, I noticed this and this, and all of a sudden you're like, oh. And also people would text me differently than any other show I've been on. Instead of being like, oh, that's a funny episode, they'd be like, okay, this is what I think it is, and this is why. And this is what, and like every episode was them like finding little breadcrumbs and it was was really exciting. It was a different experience than any other thing that had come out because it was like people were like emotionally invested and like, will Tiffany get the person? Is it Sam? Is it me? And so it was it was very exciting to have like through line like that that people were really obsessed with. People yeah. kept hitting me in the DMs and saying that I did it. They're like, <laughs> I know you did it, Tiffany. I know you did it. And I'm like, oh yeah. I just That's go nice. to strangers' parties and kill them. Yeah, that that would have been the twist. That would have been almost like the the cliche twist where it's just so outlandish that they really had to force it in. <laughs> but Ben, how many people how many people predicted? How many people figured out that it was you? A couple of my friends thought it was me at the beginning, but I kept slowly pushing them. Oh, really? Why? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And like slowly would push them away from me because I thought it'd be more fun if they like came to me. And then I'll say a bunch of people at the beginning said it was me and then they lost and then they went somewhere else. A lot of people thought it was Zoe. What did you guys get? I got a lot of Zoe's. That was like the I think Zoe and Walt. Those are the two biggest ones in the end. And my friends were yeah. like, oh, "Okay, it's going to be Zoe or Walt." Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of Walt's, like right up until Walt's episode, because like I think Walt was a great red herring. You know, sort of a everybody had their theory immediately that it was like kind of hidden right in plain sight, but like but obvious enough to so people bite onto Walt. You know. So I think a lot of people guess what well, I got a bunch of Zoe's. My dad guessed Mr. Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my uh, my dad guessed Ike and Zoe's kid. It was uh-huh. the kid. I don't know how yet, but it was the kid. Oh, he said it the whole way from the first episode. He was <laughs> yeah. so into that idea. The kid my brother said Tiffany. 
Sam, your brother said Tiffany? My brother said Tiffany. It was like, interesting. She knows all the clues. I'm like, that's what a detective does. But <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so so Sam, no now. one really predicted Anik, though. From the beginning, no one wanted to believe that it could even possibly be Anik. No, not until, like, I think the episode, the high school episode, a couple people were like, oh, could it have been because, you know, I, th- I think because you're seeing so much through, because he's the first one uh, accused and like, like, it even like leads the, the counter investigation with Jasper. I think uh, you, you didn't suspect Anik the same ways a lot of people don't suspect Jasper either. You know, I think if it were to be Anik or, you know, I think there's just so much going on with Anik that did they have it be that and then they have them be the killer? It seemed like maybe it would be a little too much. Would be right. my 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 mind thinking as an audience member watching the show. Mm. Yeah. You know, he he is unique sort of all of our entry point to, to this mm-hmm. show anyway. So it would be heartbreaking for, for that to have happened. And yes. instead he's the romantic lead. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah. was, that was always the the goal to, to one day be the, the romantic lead. It was, and you know, enough, enough candle burnings and uh, <laughs> and wishes. It, it really, really was like to sort of like play. Still, like with Anik, I get to play kind of a character that I do sort of, kind of. I wouldn't say often, but I, you know, I, I played the role of the, the sort of put upon, uh, like nerdish guy. But that the frame of that kind of getting to then be a little bit more focused, and then to be the romantic lead in that was a really fun an exciting thing to get to portray. So it's not that he's secondary or tertiary person who's just like a nerd who's there, but he is like the focal point or the uh, the eyes and like the entry point for the audience and the romantic lead of the show. Uh, I, I was very excited about yeah. Well, and Tiffany, what's cool about your role is you have this this chance to interact with every character on the show as as you're interrogating them. You know, some sometimes you only get maybe one scene with 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 an actor on a show, but this you had a chance to play with everyone. So, you know, talk about sort of what this role meant to you and kind of what appealed to stick with it and and continue on this journey uh, as as this franchise lives on another season. Well, I love Lord and Miller, so that that's that was the appeal for me. And then, but I just love working with those guys. So when they hit me with this, the first script, I read it and I was like, "Yeah," because <laughs> first of all, I don't think anyone's seen me in that light, and I felt like it was an opportunity, especially with everything that was going on in the world at the time when we were shooting. It was an opportunity for me to show detective from my point of view and from my community in a way that I see how they work in my area and in my life. So that was super fun. And then the opportunity to work with everybody, to do a scene with everybody was like the best. Because like I already knew, like Ben and I worked together in night school and a few mm-hmm. other things, you know, we've been to some parties and dinners and whatnot. Yeah, so, around. yeah we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, hey, he's, he's a star. So... So on day one to be with him, that was like so great. And then Sam, you know, I've been to a couple of parties with Sam and had a few little conversations here and there, but to get to know him as a person and as a performer was like, like eye opening. And I felt like I learned a lot from him and who knew he was so musical? Not me. I didn't know how to sing. And we would be on set singing and doing all kinds of stuff. Like we would have a good time. And then, you know, Alana, like I've only known her from little like, you know, dingy ass little get togethers that we have in New York. So I had no idea she was like so informed on certain things like mental health. And so, you know, every single person we had our own little thing, our own like conversation, like Ike and I, we've known each other forever. Well, not forever, it's just for like four years, but you know, being there with him and getting to play with him and how we improv together so well, that was super fun. It was like, you remember high school when you had fun with your classmates? <laughs> yeah. That's what it was for me. That's what it was for me. That's, that's, and, and I can tell like all of you have very similar sort of playful sort of personalities. You all can improv and, and I'm sure, I don't know what it was like to direct all of you as you're having fun, but yeah, of course, they're professionals. Uh, well, Lord and Lord. I'm AD 1.5. When it's time to get I'm like, pictures up. All right. <laughs> All right on the set. Let's go. 
<laughs> well, you know, Chris, Chris created the show and uh, and directed the entire first season. It was very like, of course, a show like this has to stay on the rails very tight because I mean, it's a murder mystery, so everything you know, everything is important, and everything that we sh- that it's filmed has you know meaning, uh, and and so you know it. But at the same time, you have all these actors who are great improvisers and playful actors and who and you have all these people interacting with each other. Of course, you want to have them play with more than what's on the page. But Chris was very good about letting us do that and you know, trusting us to stay do that but then stay within the the rails of what the script and the story was, which is testament to how amazing a director and like creator. Chris is and Phil and Phil and Chris are. And, and they're so funny too. They're so mm-hmm. funny that I feel like all three of us here have did a, a bunch of different takes a bunch of different ways. And we had total trust that they would pick the right ones, which doesn't happen very often when you're on a set. We'll improvise this way, this way, this way. They'll, you know, we'll together find a path that we can play with. And then we just know that they're going to pick the right ones and they're going to make the scene as good as it can for the show and as good as it can for us. And it was like almost being directed by a performer who understands like what's funny and what's not and can guide us in and out, you know. And Sam is totally right. You know how hard it is to have that homeland type board where everything's pointing to each other. And and every time Chris is directing, he's like, okay, but this is Sam's episode. So in Sam's episode, you're really this. And then while you're doing this, Tiffany's on to you this way. So it's like every episode was three different versions of everything. So it was a really pretty, he just did an incredible job. Yeah. And there are all those Easter eggs that you had to hit. Even if you're improvising, there's certain points that you have to make sure always in there because it's part of the puzzle. Did you guys shoot straightforward uh, chronologically or, or was it even more confusing with the so-so? Uh, all over the place, man. All over the place. We blocked it by location. So we had like yeah. the high school we had for a blank amount of weeks. Then we had Walt's house for a week. And then, you know what I mean? And then we finally had the stages that we built for Franco's house. But So we did a lot of the young versions of us stuff earlier. And then we came in and then we... We did a lot of stuff at uh, Franco's, uh, you know, the stage we built, which is great. Yeah, yeah. the exterior of Franco's house at the very end as well, mm-hmm. which is all different locations. So that must must have been challenging as performers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of the understatement of the year. Yes. And with that block shooting also, sometimes, you know, we would, because of like all the genres and like the retellings, the genres are different. And with those genres being different, the performances are different. The lighting is different. Sometimes the costumes are subtly different mm-hmm. things. On occasion, we would shoot some of those moments back to back to back to back. Like me waking up, getting doused in, after having been doused in water from the from the ski, I'd get up and I'm like, oh, I'll pull my pants. Like, what happened? Who did this? Like that when we had to do a bunch of times back to back where it was like the first time was as a neat kind of story <laughs> i'm sorry I'm I'm sorry. Tiffany. <laughs> tiffany who is it put them on speakerphone it's happening it's nothing on my screen <laughs> nobody's even calling my phone it's chris miller he's like you better not be telling any secrets yeah, spoiler 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 i don't even know why this is happening <laughs> wait are you, you there's nothing the my, my thing is on do not disturb i don't even know where that where could that possibly be coming from? You might have just been playing the sound. Oh, yeah, that's my track. Anytime I wake up, I wake up to that. <laughs> it's an alarm clock. Yeah. It's good. It drops on Thursday. I'm like, the computer's on Do Not Disturb. I don't understand. <laughs> but uh, the, the shooting all those, like, back to back to back. And then, you know, you do it one way uh, with a different intention. Change... <laughs> like change how wet you would be or change your clothes subtly or your demeanor change you you change your demeanor your emotions yeah the emotions the words all these things would change and like back to back to back to back and that happened in a few scenarios however sometimes you would do it two times then come back a week later and then do it three different times come back a day later do it once more so you're trying to also keep track of like how you performed it two days ago versus how you're performing it now versus how you perform it two scenes ago, which is like a fun way. But then again, Chris was always so good at keeping the thread for all of us so that we'd be like, all right, well, this time, remember you're doing this in Jasper's point of view. So you, you know, or is this doing it in, in, in uh, Ike's point of view? So he thinks that you're a, a geek and a nerd and, and no threat at all. So 
you know, the demeanor changes there. And also it's an action movie, but in this action movie, you're not an action star. You are a geeky background guy. You know what I mean? All those sort of threads, it was a... Something yeah. else. Yeah, my, my favorite is Ben's episode where everyone has just slightly different outfits and, mm-hmm. you know, just like the the lack of attention to, to detail in his story. It's, it's Yeah, I, I love that. The guy named Jack uh, wrote it and then Chris obviously conceived it, but I love the idea that in my episode, all I care about is me. Like everybody yeah. else kind of is just like in there to serve Jasper. Yeah. Uh, so like Anik, in my head, Anik looked better. I'm wearing different shoes. Which I think Sam once said, it's so funny that your character is telling Tiffany, like, this is how it goes. This is what I was looking like. But if he looked down, he would see that he's wearing different shoes. Like, what is he? Look at his, just look down. Uh, so I did like the idea that, like, in those musicals also, when you watch them, like, everything is, like, the, the lights are so bright and stuff like that. And so it was so fun. And then also to sing and dance. And then sing and dance with Sam. And then sing and dance three different types of songs. That episode was one of the most fun, one of the hardest and one of the most fun experiences I've ever had filming something. Yeah, no, and and those songs were so, so damn catchy as well. It's funny, I I still remember How Great Is This Party, the line the most, but yet You'll Get One Shot Twice is probably like lyrically the most interesting song. I'm not sure which one they're submitting yet for for Emmy. Oh, I don't know. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. That could, they could could get some love off of that. John LaGioia wrote the lyrics and music with with Chris and Phil and... uh, and Jack, so I wonder, uh, that would be so cool. That would be so cool. Yeah. Those guys I want to see love. you all perform on the Emmy stage. Oh my God. That would be terrifying. Yep. I'd do it. I'm practicing just in case. <laughs> You've been practicing since we stopped that episode. That's just right. In case. I was like, I want to live in that world forever. <laughs> I'll just be a background dancer. <laughs> oh, I love it. That'd be yeah. amazing. I think you just like, you just come out at one point and just kind of drop the mic and... and center stage Tiffany Haddish. I'll be a hidden background dancer and at the end of the song I'll just rip off my wig and be like ta-da it's me (laughs) (laughs) a whole new left shark see this is how we save (laughs) award shows is is something like that yeah so I know the question also you guys get a lot is is when you started out on this was there conversation from the beginning of okay how do we do a second season or when, when did that sort of first pop into mind like okay well this has a beginning middle and end how can we keep the party going again apologies to ben schwartz i know wow <laughs> those are the conditions they told me in the beginning return. it was just one season yeah they told me at the beginning hey this is a wrap for you enjoy it while you can i go all right fine. <laughs> they signed me to eight seasons in the end it uh, is tiffany who's killing all the characters Need to no. know. Black female Dexter, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother series. Let me get to writing. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, so- I know that I was like, when when Sam and I were in the room, I started thinking to myself, this, there's got to be another season. This guy does puzzles. He does those rooms. Like, we're probably going to end up being partners or something. It, we got to figure out something. And <laughs> Chris was like, well, you know, if something happens, it happens. We'll see. You know, I didn't want to push it. Yeah. I think like early on, like, like Chris was saying like some rumblings of like, well, you know, we'll see like the possibility of of, of sort of like a, a neek uh, moving forward because he is a, 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 a solver of like these like sort of like puzzles and, and riddles. It is a very skill set for that. And, you know, Danner and Anik, their friendship, like what does that mean? Or, or, or they're, they're not, you know, how their relationship evolves within the season, uh, the first season. What could that mean? No, nothing was ever like, and then he's coming back for season two, but it was just like sort of like rumblings. I mean, if I there was a season my two, business card. You know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, and we'll find out in a year, less than. Well, it is, it, it could become sort of a murder she wrote situation where it just so happens everywhere Anik and Danner go, like, oh, there's another murder. Got to solve it. Mm-hmm. Which means they have terrible luck. Maybe they're the problem. They just have terrible... Everywhere they go, someone gets killed. Uh, I'm in law enforcement. People die every day. This is this true. is true. At least your care <laughs> makes sense. But for, for Anik to just keep coming across bodies, it's it starts to get a little... <laughs> they call him the Black Widow. <laughs> That's why he needs to join the force. 
Well, here's what we know so far as announced, as official, that it is at a wedding. We don't know whose wedding. Is it Anik and Zoe's? Is it someone else's? Jasper and one of his cellmates. Keep going. Yes. <laughs> In prison. Uh, but uh, so, so Anik and Zoe are back as well, of course, as Detective Danner. And then we've got some new characters joining the show in season two. Zach Woods. Elizabeth He's so Scott. funny. Zach Woods is one of my favorite improvisers of all time. I so love him so much. Yeah. Right. So the question is, is he the one who dies or is he the one who kills? Yeah. That's a good question. But uh, Elizabeth Perkins, Poppy Lou, Paul Walter Hauser, Anna Conkle from Pen15, Jack Whitehall, oh. and Vivian Wu is... The cast is amazing. announced so yeah. far. The cast is unbelievable. And the voice of Ben Schwartz. Yes, I will be playing Sonic the Hedgehog in this television show. <laughs> Just because Tiffany wants me to. Sonic is going to come in out of nowhere. I really do. I love that movie. Maybe like crudely animated, kind of just like drawn in. Yeah, it's going to be Sonic. It's going to be Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Gotta go back. I was trying to get a swag bag. I was trying to go to the premiere and get a swag bag, but I had to work. <laughs> the general. They go. Like, oh. <laughs> the general. <laughs> hey, Sonic. <laughs> so, was there a uh, kind of a in joke on the set? Is there something that you guys, if you're texting each other still or, or talking to each other, kind of pops up? Maybe, maybe something happened, or there's someone who, like, uh, made an impression on you guys. What's what's the in joke? From we do set? have a te- we have a text chain with every single cast member on it. Literally every single cast member that's been going since when we were filming so yeah. a year and a half october of so a year oh, yeah a year and a half right Tiff? yeah it's been a year and a half and wow. it's so many cool things so many things we've celebrated through text messages together baby has come through okay guys i have a baby i didn't, i know i wasn't supposed to tell everybody but i bought a baby breaking news. i adopted a baby <laughs> break it uh, on the podcast where's the baby <laughs> bring the baby out <laughs> Let me go get the baby. Yeah, go get the baby. Uh, here we go. This is going to be great. This is the scoop. Michael, you got the scoop. There we go. There we go. There's a baby. Oh, but no. we share, like, we all run into each other. So, like, we'll be taking pictures together and post it up in a group. In a group. Like, ah, this is, I'm working with this person today. I saw this person today. And so, and yeah, it's fun. A lot of love. A lot of love and a lot of bits by Kelvin. Yeah. Oh, my God. Kelvin is, oh is a bit God. nicer. In so funny. A brilliant use of gifts. Now. I have. <laughs> A new idea for you guys, by the way. Now that we may need to move off of Twitter, given certain <laughs> situations going mm-hmm. on, what if we turned your text chain into the new social media app and we call it, you're ready for it, we call it the After Party. Oh um, my goodness. This is a cease and desist. Oh, wow, already uh, Sam, my, my, you just my, said my, it. Seconds my lawyer will in. be in contact. This is crazy. I just got an offer from Elon Musk to buy the After Party app. And well, I think I'm going to let him do it. Well, we, well, we got to talk numbers, buddy. We got to talk numbers. Hold on. I hold already on. own the Clubhouse <laughs> app on that one already. Oh, yeah. You already own a social media app. No? Yeah. Clubhouse. Well, there you go. Introduce both of you guys. You, you never, sure did. You never come on. I, I do, but not, not very often. But I, I should more. I mean, I was hoping we could all get on together when After Party came out and, like, talk about the show as it was on. But mm. I guess people were busy. We, by the way, we, I haven't even like seen, we never got a chance to hang out in person ever. Like after, because there's been COVID and then we're all so busy that I have not been able to see anybody in person. Like we haven't been able to eat or drink together. You want to act like that didn't happen, man? Well, you and I ate dinner together in New Orleans together. You and I had a special, wonderful dinner together. And then, but like, everybody is so much money. Always working. We did rich people shit, man. It was great. <laughs> you do a show for Apple. You you get to do that, right? Nah, it was the movie that got me to do that. I, I don't know about the show for Apple, but the movie that we were working on. Man, remember that? how big that meat was? <laughs> it was huge. Oh, you guys ate big meats? We went, we went to big meats and it was crazy. I wanted to make sure that we got some big meats and we got them all. I mean, these things were the size What's of Tiffany. The and biggest then, piece of meat I ever seen in my life. I felt like we was on the French toast. We did, by the way, we did order. <laughs> and then when it came, we realized we messed up. You know, like when you, you don't know you order too much until it comes. And I'm like, man, now what are we going to do? I Tiffany's like, dog got, had the biggest meal of that yeah, dog's I life. Like, I got my dog here. She's going to love it. Yeah. And she <laughs> did. <laughs> Managed, we managed to sneak in some big meat, so that's good. Big meat. Right. It's a new show that the three of us are working on. Big meats. 
This is a cease and desist order. Like, Elon Musk just called. He just bought big meats. This is we got to talk numbers. Out well, let's see what he offers. At okay. least. All right, fine, fine. I think you can retire now. Oops, no season two of After Party. They've just all retired. <laughs> it was a good run. Well, congratulations on season one, gang. Thank uh, you. Thanks, man. It was a you know a, such a bright spot in such a crazy time for for all of us, and such a such a fun fun watch. Uh, and and so season two, hopefully more of that. Um, I was about to try to get you guys to share some scoop, but <laughs> <laughs> I could I could share something. All right, Tiffany, go for it. I'm gonna wear a dress. Ooh, scoop. Ooh, scoop it up, Tip. I may or may not wear a shirt. Whoa, scoop it up. Scoopity doops. I'll be in a S. We never seen Danner in dress. There you go. It's a wedding. So you guys are going to be, uh, I assume, look, looking looking your finest, looking your sharpest. You know, come oh, for the mystery. Right Stay now. for Tiffany in a dress. I mean, we know Tiffany be wearing some dresses, okay? First of all, they're not costumes. they custom. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Alexander yeah we don't need we any heard, more we heard <laughs> but right now I'm wearing a, a sweater from Target Hunter <laughs> shout out to Target Hi. shout out to Target everybody hey I've always wanted to be on a wall in Target are you no? still using the Groupons Tiffany still use the Groupons yeah yeah I just uh, did a whole week of bar class from Groupon $49 six classes it was great lost nice. two inches Whoa. All right. Yeah. So you're about what, what, like five, seven now? Damn, uh, come on, no, man. We're talking you know about, she didn't talking, shrink. I was talking about two, two inches in that booty, but okay, we can go with that. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> I was talking about how loose my pants are. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's what I was Our talking class. about. Bar class. Yeah. You said bar class. I thought you meant like bartending. Like you're yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> I was talking like ballet Pilates mixed together. They call it bar. Unbelievable. A-R-R-E. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cardio bar. Yeah. Cardio nice. bar. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I did that. And then, yeah, but one of my goals in life is to be on the wall in Target. You know how you go in Target and you see them modeling the sweaters mm-hmm. and everything? Oh, I always want to do that. That's a goal. So I just I put it out there. Maybe you could write it in the article or something and then yeah. they can, uh, maybe they'll take a look. Yeah. Doing that, can I be one of the I want to be one of the actual figure models that they put clothes on. I want to be one of those guys that you like change and like put different shirts on me. I don't know what store yet, but I I love that movie mannequin when I was a kid. So I feel like it'd be really oh, fun. Too. Oh my really god, great movie. Making requests that I want to be like a Max Hedrum on like one of the TVs Target. So that's three things if they can help us out. Doesn't matter what store. If it can be Target, great, but like mannequin. Model, you know, we're trying to do it. All. I wouldn't be mad if I was on the wall in CVS, just long as it ain't under no, like, you know, medications for like butt stuff. Otherwise, I'm cool. Now, with those two medica- over there. Oh, that's true. You could be the new spokesperson of how to take, do bar and butt stuff. Yeah. No, I don't want to be the butt stuff spokesperson. Like, I don't want to be for like hemorrhoids or stuff it's, like that. No, it's I'm not like, for us to choose what we're called to. No, right? Whatever God has in store. Exactly. With great power comes great responsibility. Exactly this. I want to be responsible for the butts, though. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note. All right, Michael. (laughs) Again, congratulations on season one of The After Party. It was a delight. You all are a delight. Can't wait to see what's next with all of you. And that is it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it, it, man. That's the After Party stars, Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, and Ben Schwartz. You can catch up on the series via Apple TV+. And that's it for this edition of Variety's Award Circuit Podcast. Drew Griffith edited this episode, and Michael Schneider is the producer. Be sure to subscribe to the Award Circuit Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you download podcasts. Also, head on over to Variety.com and click on the Award Circuit tab to find the latest Emmy predictions and key races, as well as your daily fix of news, analysis, and reviews. For Jazz Tanke, Emily Longaretta, and Clayton Davis, I'm Michael Schneider, and we'll see you on the circuit.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.